Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Stories on the Fly podcast. I'm your host Austin Mitchell and this week we have Mark Burns. Mark Burns is another host from the SVS Fishing podcast. You can go listen to them at uh, SVS Fishing podcast. But before we get into that, as always, check me out on Instagram at austin.mitchell1. There you'll be able to find everything related to the podcast as well as links to the show's and who's on every week. If anybody knows of anybody they would like to hear on this podcast, reach out to me on Instagram and I will see what I can do. I'm always looking for guest uh, ideas or anything like that, so let me know on Instagram. That's going to be the easiest place to find me. But let's get into this. And we're here with Mark Burns. Mark, how's it going? Doing good. Thanks, Austin. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, not a problem, man. So before we get into your story, uh, how about you tell a little bit about yourself and what you got going on? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, kind of where I'm from will lead into the story. So but Perfect. Mark, again, Mark Burns, uh, part of the SVS podcast down here. It's kind of a little weird being on this side, usually on the other side talking to guests. So <laughs> kind of fun. Um, so where I'm from is Western PA. And warm water-wise, it's kind of a mecca for us. So we've got great fishing. Really, within three hours' drive, you can hit dang near anything you want within 50 to 100 different fisheries. So growing up, my dad was a meat fisherman. We did a lot of, you know, panfish, crappie, walleyes. Um, And then you do some steelheading, some, like, a lot of trolling. And then once I kind of got through college and got kind of settled in a different way fishing is when I learned how to fly fish and had a couple different people teach me. So right like later, probably about almost what three years ago now, three and a half years ago, is kind of when I kind of got out of the trout game, got more into the streamers, pike, and when I started fly fishing for muskie which kind of leads into the first muskie uh, on the fly. And for the first maybe few months, it was just everything you could think of <clears throat> junk-wise. Couldn't figure anything out, kind of screwing around with flies and lines and leaders. And kind of once that and the things got rolling, met up with Chad, guys from the podcast there, had a lot of ideas flowing back and forth and kind of got to where you started to feel a little more comfortable started moving some fish early in the year i had uh hooked one was reaching for it pulled the hook on it hooked another one that I'd lost at the bank rolled quite a few fish so it started getting pretty frustrating and one day actually it happened to be my dad's birthday so i kind of had to get cut off at a certain point to leave to go meet up with him and the morning started there's a storm rolling in probably around like noon one o'clock just a storm was going to hit so the whole morning was kind of like off and on rain with some wind and you'd see a couple fish and they weren't they were pretty lazy so towards about noon had a uh, fish hit directly downstream from me hooked it soon as i hooked it came straight out of the water hook flies out of it (laughs) at this point got like two hours left to go this storm's getting ready to hit and it just starts blowing sideways yeah and next thing you know another fish appears it's like okay this is gonna happen here now 
So and you're all like you're you're wet waiting at this point, or just walking along the bank? I'm right on the bank at this point. I had moved up a lot further from where I started, so I was right on the edge of the bank, and it is just torrential downpour and blowing sideways. Perfect musky weather, just what you'd ask for. And then about two strips from the end of the rod tip, hooked the fish. Gave him a couple good pumps and rolled him right in. And it was like one of them, like you didn't know what to do. Like, okay, I've been waiting for eight, nine months now for this. I've seen how many. It's, now it's in front of me and you're like shaking and like everything. Like you can't do nothing but just laugh. Yeah. So it was one of them where everything you kind of hope for musky-wise, weather, seeing fish, hook and losing, that day is where it kind of like all came right to that point where it, it, it finally worked out and happened. That's yeah. I can just picture that too, because everybody that musky fishes has gone has had those days where you're just sitting there and you're wondering why you're even out, and then all of a sudden yeah. you just connect <laughs> and it makes everything worth it. Yeah, and I know a lot. A couple months before that, like we had talked with you, a lot of other guys, and everybody like keep pushing, keep at it, because there's a lot of us at that point in time still pushing for that first musky, and I think within like a week period. Or about well, a few weeks before that, Chad got his, and then somebody else. So there was like three people all within a few week period of time that all landed their first muskies. So yeah, was I was gonna say I remember I remember that time because like you, Chad, Jay, were all pretty much like right like had encounters, but just something happened where you were all three like super close to connecting, and just yeah. for whatever reason something didn't happen. And then all of a sudden, it's just like pictures of muskies from you guys, like all over the place. <laughs> and that's kind of what started the whole craze and everything, because it is. I mean, once you keep going on them, I mean, this time of the year, we've got to fish a lot more for different species, which is nice. But the whole time in the back of your head, you're kind of sitting there going, all right, I'm ready to throw a muskie fly. Yeah. Yep. getting by another month, I'm getting ready. And it's just, and you know, once that locks in, no more smallmouth, no more anything else. It just focus on them the whole way through until it gets too hot again or freezes over. Yep. Oh yeah, and I know that. I'm I'm already getting musky flies ready, looking at the box, getting all that ready. So <laughs> it's been a warm summer. So I haven't. I don't know about you guys, but I haven't been out as much even as the past couple of years, just because it got so hot so quick. Well, we left. What was that? The second week of May when we left Hardly didn't fish after that we had like one hour it was a real cool morning on father's day we fished for stripers all morning and then like the last hour and a half two hours on the way out chad and i fished it but from middle of may end of may here it's been middle upper 70s i mean we had 85 86 degree water temps the most in june and july and we're finally getting cooler nights down to like the 60s but we're still i mean it's getting down to where it's getting close but it's you're still 85 88 degrees during the day yep same here the lakes and stuff are are still way too warm the rivers are coming down a little bit but still a little bit too warm but with those colder nights like you said it just it gets you going standing outside yeah and we're fortunate here i mean we don't have a closed fishery so i mean there's really no reason to push the boundaries true you know too greedy with it we have outflows that are open all winter i mean we get to fish them all year long so 
if it's a situation where it's borderline, there's no use even risking it. I mean, yeah. we got all year long to fish from here. Definitely. So you didn't actually get started with gear then for muskies. You just jumped right to the fly then? Yeah, I never caught a muskie until I landed that one on the fly. Really? I never okay. fished for him. That's really I mean, interesting. Growing up through, yeah, I mean, I really, I mean, bass and stripers was really the biggest thing, you know, predator-wise I went. So it was fly that really, when I started in the predator game and streamers. Okay, that's really interesting because it's, it's weird. I can't imagine just jumping right into fly fishing for muskies without having some gear background just for me personally. But, yeah, well, I... I mean, where we're at here... You learn in the fly fish for trout, you have mainly stocked creeks. There's very little to no, you know, natural fish. Okay. So after a while, it's like, okay, this is kind of old. What else is there to do? Then you start on smallmouth, and then you're like, okay, now what? So you just keep working through the warm water species, and you're in, you know, having a previous history just fishing wise. You're like, okay, well, let's try this. If I can use it on this, let's try it on this. And then met a couple people, and it's like, okay, now let's. We started pike fishing through that and led the muskie, so kind of went, yeah, the opposite direction. Yeah. So is, in your guys' area, is it muskie fishing a very big thing? I mean, like, is it the species that people are looking after? Because I think for me, that's one of the reasons why most people around here gear fish, at least to start, is just because it's it's the fish to go after here in Wisconsin. So by the time you're, yeah, you know, I mean, 10, 11, you're, you're gear fishing for them, so... Yeah, here you don't really have a whole... I mean, there's guys that troll for them. The okay. monkey fisheries are good, but they're not fantastic. Uh, they're almost all stock fisheries. Okay. So, I mean, you have a good natural pike reproduction, but a lot of the guys here are either bass fishing, uh, I mean, obviously through the ice all winter, um, and pan fishing, walleyes. We have Erie only an hour away, so a lot of guys that live in the area strictly drive up the Erie and fish with walleye and perch. Gotcha. Okay. But, I mean, we're not a far drive from some really good natural lakes, though, with, you know, Niagara River and St. Clair's, what, about two and a half, too. Oh, really? Okay. Nice. Well, man, if you're good with that, I'm good. So if you want to throw out any plugs or anything, or if you got any more to talk about, we're good to go, so... Yeah, like I said, I appreciate you having me on. Nice to talk to you. Good to get to know you, and we'll see, finally, at some point here, uh, get together, have you down. Yeah, definitely. Take you for a little tour around here. Yeah, definitely. I'm kind of, I'm was thinking about maybe reaching out to Chad and seeing about maybe next fall trying to plan something to get over there. Yeah, absolutely. We got to do that. That'd be a great time. Yeah. Yeah, check us out on our end uh, SVS podcast, and we appreciate you listening on our end and listen on your end too, bud. Yeah, not a problem. Thanks for coming on. All right, take care, Austin. You Thanks, too. And that was Mark Burns. Thanks again for Mark for coming on. And like we said at the end, go check out their podcast, SVS Fishing. We had Chad on before, and Mark's a good part of that too. So go check out their podcast. They've supported me, and I've helped them out a lot. So. It's a really fun time getting to talk to them and actually have them on my podcast too. So go check them out, take a listen. And as always, check me out on Instagram, austin.mitchell1. There you're going to be able to find everything related to the podcast, links to the show, and what else I have going on 
with everyday life. I'm putting up flies, have some kayak events going on the rest of the year. So if you're interested in just what I have going on, go check out the Instagram. Also, if you're interested in anybody um, specifically that you want to have on the podcast, hit me up. Let me know. I'm open for pretty much anybody. So let me know if you have anybody that has any interesting stories. If you want to come on and tell a story, I'm open for anybody. One last thing, if anybody's interested in, in any smallmouth or musky flies, I'm still selling and don't have any orders right now. So wait time is zero. So just let me know if anybody's interested in flies. Thanks again for Mark for coming on and thank you guys for listening.